Hey, hey, everyone. It's your boy SJ Beach here with Miss Proper. Good morning, boys and girls and gender nonconformers. Yes. <laughs> and you are now listening to the Odd Ones Out podcast coming to you live from the comfort of our own homes. <laughs> yes, I was moving my head as you were saying that from the comfort <laughs> of our own homes. So Do it much with me. Attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. SJ Beat, how are you doing this morning? Oh, Jesus. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm ready to, you know, get on down to the dirty, dirty Atlanta this weekend for my homecoming. (laughs) Oh, shout out to Morehouse, okay? SJ Beat, live and in the flesh. You already know, okay? I want podcast going on the road. (laughs) Well, one of us is. Hey, it's all good. Your time is coming. Oh, got my time. Yeah. If no, but really. <laughs> you make me sick. Okay. Mm-hmm. This, so guys, this week is all about social media. You know what? Because we know this all too well. I know there's certain times that you in your phone that you ain't supposed to be in your phone and you want a date and this and that. So we just thought it was a good idea to really unpack the effects of social media and how it affects our ability to interact and communicate in just the normal day-to-day situations. So mm-hmm. let's get this thing started. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, these are just things that we've seen in our personal lives and witnessed. So, I mean, we're not just making them up. They exactly. Exist. Exactly. So, I mean, where should we start? Because there's so many situations that I can really point out that I've been in the wrong as far as choosing social media over whatever I'm in. So, I mean, what do we want to start with that? I feel like we should definitely ask the question of, is it truthfully impacting our lives or how is it affecting our lives? Is it, is it positive for you or is it a negative effect on your life? So I guess I'll pose that question to you first, Miss Proper. Well, I think it's both positive and negative because I like the fact that we can get information so quickly and mm-hmm. we need it. We don't really have to go far. I mean, just last year, I filed my taxes on my phone, so I didn't have to go and go anywhere extreme for it. But at the same time, I think we're uncomfortable with being alone. Mm-hmm. Comfortable being alone. I just I say that because when I'm out and about, whether I'm with friends or if I'm just by myself, if I'm at a table eating lunch or something, I don't. I purposely won't look at my phone because I want to take in life and I want to take in things around me and just be aware of my surroundings. You know, whereas most people they can't sit at a table by themselves because they. It, I don't know if they just feel awkward. They feel like people may be judging them or they want to look busy as if they're doing something. And I've even seen this where people are just literally scrolling through their settings to yeah. look busy. And it's like, what, what's wrong with just sitting there without yeah. having to do something or having to look busy or be distracted? So Ooh, I feel I that, Miss Proper. I feel that. That's just something that I noticed. But I think as far as um, if it affects our lives negative, negatively or positively, I think it's both. I mean, it's just a matter of what you do with it because some people can use it for evil and then some people can use it for positivity. But in the same time, don't be extremely consumed 
by it that you miss everything else that's going around life because like I noticed notice if I go to like certain events or if I just go to certain things I I will forget to take pictures or the video because I want to take in the moment so much like I want to I want to memorize it in my memory and replay it over and over even though your memory is not what it's always going to be but I just like to soak it up and and think that it's going to be that way versus being distracted and actually missing that moment with my phone and, con- and focusing on getting the perfect shot and making sure I send it to the right person and all the other jazz, you know, it just sounds exhausting. When, mm-hmm. I, when I say it, I'm out of breath, just saying it because I'm like, oh, what a yeah. pain. And I think so many of us do that. You know, we don't just, we just can't embrace the moment a lot of the times. Like you gotta, before you eat something, like I was with somebody, who was that? I can't remember who I was with, but <clears throat> We were all at dinner and we were getting ready to eat, but they like I couldn't eat because they were trying to like take pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. I'm here to eat this food. I'm not here for the people to watch me eat this food. Like they can't feel what I'm feeling. They're just gonna be like, all right, cool, and then move on. But they were like holding me up a good 15 minutes before I could eat because they mm. wanted to get the picture and stuff. So child not 15 minutes <laughs> that's how it felt though you know when you hungry you got the food right there it's getting cold and you're like come on now get the picture just snapping like go. right yeah so, that's just me but I mean what about you how do you think social media has or technology I mean affects our life positively negatively I mean what's your feedback your experience I'm going to say, I think I'm a part of the majority. And when I say that, I, I when I am by myself or in a moment where I'm uncomfortable, my phone is my, my comfort. So if mm-hmm. I'm at a restaurant by myself waiting on someone and they taking 10 years and they stay there around the corner, but they're really an hour away, I'm in <laughs> my phone. I call somebody or I'll text somebody or I'll fake scroll through my social media pages going from Facebook, Instagram, Instagram to Twitter, Twitter to Instagram, you know, like back and forth or I'll just be searching random stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't it's not, it's, I found comfort in just having my phone even though, and I think that like I said, it can be what you said, positive and negative. It's great that, you know, I, I, I know how to work this communication and stuff like that and I know how to look up what I need to look up. You know, I'm efficient in that. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to that person actually showing up to dinner, I'm 60 or 70 percent of the time still doing the same thing, still in my phone, still scrolling, not even really fully taking in the conversation. Yeah. And I think that is the negative side of it. We don't truly get to have that one-on-one contact because it's, it's not the same when you're like in your phone or both of y'all are in y'all phone and then y'all just kind of half-ass listening to each other because you just so yeah. invested what's on social media you can always be on social media you can get after the day you can pick up your phone and look and see what's going on ain't nothing gonna change unless somebody gonna destroy the damn app before the date is exactly. over and, you know that's what everyone's walking around pretending like you know i guarantee you if you walk into any restaurant this is a test for anybody listening if you walk into any restaurant and just glance just glance around you'll see people hard pressed in their phone hands exactly. down using their cell phone to text tweet update their facebook statuses and do and also doing what miss proper said taking pictures of their meals or their coffee or their whatever they're having there i mean mm-hmm. I, I get i think i get them trying to capture the moment but when capturing the moment affects the actual moment itself, it, it becomes a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I understand you want to remember that and you want to you take that with you or whatever because it's so unique. But it's just like, sometimes just enjoy that with just just you 
and that person or people like that human interaction is needed you know what i'm yeah. saying because because at the end of the day social media could disappear tomorrow it, oh, man. technology could be destroyed tomorrow and glitch you know what happened i'd like so with you saying all those things i have two questions so why what does that say about you or does that make you reflect on yourself like how you were saying if you're by yourself you are on your phone and then when the person comes in you're probably still doing the same thing because you're already into it so i mean what does that what does that say about you or or other people you know like what uh, yeah I'm going to say that um, it, by me doing that or by me, I guess, being so dependent on social media, Mm -hmm. it really, I think that's why a lot of my friendships or relationships, not all of them, but like a good percentage of them, they won't, they won't go as far as I can throw them. You know how they say, oh, you you can't trust the person as far as you can throw them. I think they don't go any deeper. Like us, it doesn't, it makes our relationships, social media or social connections make our relationships weaker. Like it makes it surface level. Like you never really get to the deeper part of that friendship because you're so invested in the social media aspect of it. And, and they're not so much the face to face. You have a, you have a example. Um, you meet somebody online or whatever. It can be a, it can be a boo or it can be a friend. I'm going to just go with a boo. You meet somebody, <laughs> y'all communicate via the, the apps or maybe Tinder or whatever the dating apps are. And y'all just have such a great connection when y'all messaging back and forth, blah, 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 this, this, that, da, da, da. And then y'all get in person and y'all don't even know what to say to each other. Y'all just, because y'all so invested in y'all phones, y'all, it's like you fell, really fell for the phone, not for the person that's actually operating the phone. So you don't even have the interpersonal skills it takes to communicate with that person, and, you know, and be yourself without your phone being the clutch or the segue between the two, you know? So with that, I think that says, about ourselves we are too dependent on on social media like there is not a problem with using social media because i mean that it is today it is like it is mm-hmm. society but we need to take our time to focus on ourselves and be able to be non-dependent of social media because we need to have a balance we need to have a balance like a, a healthy balance because what i'm seeing lately Oh no, no, ma'am! Like it's not, it's not, it's not good. We all, and you know what? I guarantee you, in like maybe twenty to twenty-five years, thirty years, child, we all gonna be married to robots. <laughs> <laughs> we all gonna be married to robots because it's literally that's what it looks like now. Like I mean, phones are like little robots. They do everything you say. You know, even they even have Siri now, and I'm not sure what it is for Android, but you know, you can talk to the the person, and they can tell you this and tell you that. Whatever you tell them to do, they do it. Like it's having like having a person a robot. Like it's really consuming a lot of people's lives. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think it's just to answer that question. I just think that it makes me and probably and others like me uh, seem too dependent on social media and I think that we need to find a, a healthier balance to you know in order for us to navigate throughout our lives the most healthy way and be able to have those face-to-face interactions with people and etc yeah <laughs> I mean I think that makes sense because I mean yeah. I wasn't asking because I already knew the answer yeah. or any way like that I was just I genuinely wanted to know because I do wonder why it's so hard for people to just sit there and mm-hmm. have a conversation without having to have their phone or anything like that it's I don't know. To me, I feel like my phone or social media hinders me sometimes mm-hmm. just because, I mean, you know, I had, I got off of Facebook because after the the election, oof, help mm. us Hello. draw the cross on my chest. But <laughs> after that, 
after that, I mean, I was just, it was a lot of things just coming at you so fast at once, just kind of like rubbing your nose in it faster than if you weren't on social media. So I just like had to take myself off of that for my sanity. And then I realized how much time I had after I did take myself off of it. Because think about it, you wake up, what's the first thing you reach for? It ain't a toothbrush, it's probably your phone. And then you sit there for about 20 minutes, maybe two hours. And then you finally get up and you go do what you got to do. But then who's right there by your side? Your cell phone. Because, I mean, I don't know anybody that doesn't take their cell phone kind of like everywhere from their bedroom to the bathroom to the kitchen. And if you don't got your cell phone, you probably got an iPad or a laptop. People still use laptops, right? Yeah, sure do. Okay. (laughs) Okay, cool. So it's just we have always have some form of technology in our midst. Yeah. And, yeah, another thing is, like, for these people, they – they feel like a song, a strong sense of identity online, you know, Mm -hmm. and they have like difficulty separating their virtual actions from like their actual reactions. And I think that's a big problem. That's why we got the darn show catfish, you know, because you create, you, you, what you put out there is what people see and what they perceive of you. So you can just be putting out lies. And people are gonna uh-huh. think you got this, got that, this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? Like it's, you're essentially cre- recreating yourself on these social media. I mean, you have pages where people are just their authentic selves. You know, no filters, no this and that. Not saying anything's wrong with any of these things, but um, you have those people who are just recreating their image of who they are. And then when you meet them in person, they're just somebody totally different than what you expected because mm-hmm. they have a strong sense of identity behind that computer or behind that phone or that tablet or that laptop. That when they get in person, they're not able to you know, healthily, healthy, a healthy way of blending or balancing the two. It's just one all the way on the other or all the way on the other side. So either it's your virtual or is it your actual? Your virtual or your actual? And it's conflicting. So that's what makes the conversation so darn awkward when you actually get up to meet the person and whether it be a friend or a boo or whoever, you know? So I think, yeah, it's 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 a really hard for people like that because it's it's a, it's an identity thing. I'm not gonna say it's identity crisis, but this is definitely an identity thing because sometimes, you know, we all want what we don't have, and sometimes we subconsciously compare what we have to what others have, and 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 when you look on social media, it seems like everybody got everything and everybody living their life and everybody just great you know but then when you look behind the scenes it ain't it ain't so great but people only look at what's what's being shown and mm-hmm. it's and they want to keep up it's like a competition so they gonna you know they gonna flex as much as the other person flexing you know because everybody just flexing together and they ain't even that's how that's why i'm not gonna say that's the cause but it's so sad when you have like maybe like a little young kid maybe seven eight they know how to operate Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, but then they don't even know how to really read at their grade level. Like, or it's right like, person. yeah, you know, and it's, it's sad. I'm just like, mm, that's when I get into the like, okay, social media, we're gonna have to take that away a little bit from these young kids. I mean, it's great that they know everything, but some of them can't even read their learning level. I mean, they, they have some technologies that's teaching them to read, but Facebook and Instagram ain't teaching them that. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, yeah, you jumped a good bit, but it's okay because you you brought it home. You brought it all together. But the first thing I was going to say when you were talking about um, relationships and um, how people aren't what they appear to be when they're on social media, it's as if we have all these, it's it's as if 
we all create these bitmojis and avatars when we're actually on social media like you said it looks like we all have we it looks as if we all have this perfect image this picture because that's what we want people to see mm-hmm. but like you said it's not it's so it's it's as if it's super hard for people to truly be who they are yeah in some way yeah so, and then to the child thing i agree a hundred percent with that i'd like i made this conscious decision after having a conversation with a teacher a teacher or whatever and she was saying how she believes that technology kind of stunts kids growth and she's read a lot of different studies on it and she made the and she told me what she would do if she were to have kids and I was like man she told me how she was raised you know her parents would read to her every single night from the time she came into the world until she was able to get get the book and start reading it to them so I think that is important so I'm going to take a chapter from her book and not give my kids so technology whether it's a tablet or a phone probably mm-hmm. until they're like 13 yeah because I feel like those years between them coming into the world up until though that critical age I me mean, even the ages between 13 and 18 are still critical but mm-hmm. I think that they need a solid foundation and a solid foundation in order for them to think critically and actually think about things because I noticed that with my sister's generation she's 11 and she doesn't think about anything it's like if I'm asking her a question she's like I don't know I don't know she can't formulate a clear um understanding or a clear sentence of what she's feeling Uh and it's I'm asking her about herself I'm asking her about her thoughts and feelings on this particular situation and she can't she can't express them and Uh and I'm pretty sure it's not just her because I mean a lot of her classmates and friends her peers they all have social media. A lot of them are walking around with iPhones. I have an Android, Team Android forever and always. But the fact <laughs> is, <laughs> the fact is that the, these little kids are walking around with the newest and latest gear. Mm-hmm. But she she can't write in cursive, and mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of her peers can't. She that tell you she had my um, I think she got a bad grade on something, and she I tried to teach her cursive, but she didn't want to learn it she had to ask my brother to go and sign the permission slip for her because oh, she didn't want to <laughs> exactly she, she asked him if he knew how to write in cursive and he's like yeah I know how to write in cursive and she's like can you sign this because I don't want to show my mom and it's like <laughs> one <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly but I was like you could have beat this even though I'm not for beating the system but you could have beat the system if you knew how to write in cursive you could have had that thing down and pat Hello. and already had it I mean, I was signing my mom's name on permission slip since I was in like maybe fourth grade, third grade. I knew how to. Me too. My mom, (laughs) you could go on a ski trip. I said, "Oh, can I?" (laughs) (laughs) At this point, it's not up to you. (laughs) Right? Exactly. I'm going. I already got the money. I was hoarding money every time you got something. But sorry, I digress. But that's the, the purpose of it all. It's just kind of stunting kids' growth and giving them not really giving them a chance to learn how we learn Mm -hmm. and you know what that I think that that you brought that to a good point because you know what I'm gonna say my problem with like I guess technology and social media started when I was like eight years old because (laughs) my mom she was always working and stuff and she went you know and I would come home and walk by myself so she wanted to know if I made it home you know this and that so I would have to text her of course it's a little flip 
flip phone. It was a singular phone, which is now AT and T. That's how old I am. Hey, um, and she wanted me to text her. She wanted me to call her every step of the way. I got off the bus. I got to the door. Blah 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 blah. So I just beca- I became so dependent on that, just with that. And then sometimes, you know, she wouldn't be able to make it home or she had to work late, you know. So I spent a lot of those times by myself. And, of course, I don't really have siblings on my mother's side. So, you know, all that I really had was either the people in the neighborhood or when they had to go home or be in the house at a certain time because their parents were strict. All I had was, right, technology, you know. So mm-hmm. I think that's, for me, when my whole little relationship with, with technology and social media started or the this virtual world started because that's all I had you know exactly. like that that comforted me at night I knew it had all the questions that I needed you know what I'm saying it's like it was like a whole person it was like my first love my little yeah. flip singular phone <laughs> like funny. it was because it's just like and that's why I say it's a lot deeper it was a sense of me nobody else was really there because I was the only child and my mom was working a lot and Nobody else is really there to fill that void I already had. And, of course, we had the conversation about fathers and father weren't really involved. So, to me, all I had was technology. I always wanted – that's why every Christmas all I would ask for is something dealing with technology. I even went so, so far into – that's when I went through my STEM stage, girl. And I, be, I became very obsessed with building families, like virtual families, and, and, and just maneuvering through that. And I be, Child, I had like almost every darn Sims game in the world. I didn't stop yeah. playing Sims until maybe first year, freshman year, undergrad in college. But mm-hmm. that stuck with me because that that was something I don't know. It just got me through. It was my own personal little niche. Like it just, it just really got me through those those vulnerable moments where I felt alone. So mm-hmm. I think now it being as old as I am, I think I see the problems that I have as far as me not really entertaining much as far as communication with people. But it's so hard to break an old habit because it's something that I was raised on. Like me getting that phone and then me getting a new phone every two years, I just became so dependent on, okay, you need your cell phone, you need your cell phone. Sometimes I wake up at noon of the night and and I'll uh, freak out if my phone's not by me or in my bed or on a charger or, you know, or when I'm mm-hmm. out, I'm like, oh, it got to be in my pocket. Even when I'm at work and I'm busy as hell, I still be back there feeling for my phone to make sure it ain't fell out. You know, it's like it's like <laughs> my existence. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to, I've tried to turn my phone off for at least, I said, I'm going to turn my phone off all day. But then, you know, my mind starts to rambling. Oh, if I turn it off, somebody going to call me. They may need me. You know, it may be something important. They may need me at work. You know, like really talking myself into turning the phone back on or or needing the phone to be by me at every second. So I've been I've been trying. Me me and me and this phone, our relationship is, you know, it's it's weird. We're trying to work it out. It's complicated right now. Um, you know, <laughs> this phone is I mean, a little selfish. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not weird. It's interesting though, because a lot of people have that relationship with their phone, you know? Because yeah. our phone whole lives are on it like all of our personal information all of the things that we have set is like is as if our phone has an identity of its own yeah because it's it's a it's an extension of us you know it's everything about us so it's our personality and just so many different things and the fact that we have to restart or uh do all those things over again nobody wants to do that so like you said holding your phone near and dear is precious to a lot of people so I mean, luckily, you're not the only one that go that is going through that. I commend technology for making life easier for us, mm-hmm. but I don't want it to. What is it? I don't want it to hinder us. Yeah, 
that yeah it's just i just think as a as society as people we just need to find a balance whatever that Mm -hmm. balance may be like you said and when you were comparing it not really even comparing it but you were saying that what if like talking yourself into trying to turn your phone back on it almost Mm. sound like a drug right right like i need it like like i need my fix exactly exactly (laughs) and it's like is that even is that even possible or we need to look up some studies to even see that if like is that an addiction i mean it can't be an addiction but is that like an Uh, yeah i want to say a new drug in some way a new drug okay technology is a new drug yeah people being too distracted and things of that nature and I don't know. I don't know if that's a stretch, me over here saying that, but mm-hmm. no, I feel that it's it's like it's a problem. Like when we rather like email than meet, or we rather text and talk on the phone. I just think it's an it's a, <laughs> it's a it's an issue. I mean, emailing is it's convenient, but it's like it's something about just being in person and feeling that person's vibe and that person's energy that makes you you know that makes you want to carry on. It's easy to exactly. just because you know what I think that's the you know what? You know what? That I just girl I had a moment. I think that's a big problem in like relationships as far as and when I say that, I'm not talking about friendships no more. I'm just talking about relationship uh-huh. romantic relationships, okay? Because the fact that people get so upset with not answering a text message, but then they say, Oh, well, he or she or they were just on social media five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Now, that's one of the negative effects that is, just, is real bad. Like, I think when I was in a relationship, I, I was crazy because I would be going on every single social media page if he, if he had not answered his text message within 15 or 20 minutes. And I'd be like, okay, well, it says, he, yes, we did have those conversations. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, um, he was on here five minutes ago and it says he was just on here and then he commented on this person's status so why hasn't he responded to my text message? Mm-hmm. You know, you remind me, yeah. You reminded me of Angela. She's like, I know how how long his gas mileage is, how long exactly. it takes. Exactly. That's I'm me. Like, that's, that's me in a relationship. <laughs> Marcus, Shout out to when I get married. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, she played that damn bro. Yes, she did. But that's like that's what I be talking about. Like it's just it's it actually you know what? But you know, I'm a, I'm gonna turn the negative into the positive and the positive and negative. I'm gonna go back and forth because really social media sometimes that can help that can help you figure out the person uh way faster than if you didn't have any type of social media. Because sometimes people really be revealing them true selves via social media rather than through text message or in person. So sometimes you find out stuff like you catch them sliding in somebody DM. Or you catch them under somebody's status. Like sometimes you catch these habits that you wouldn't catch without technology, as far as I their think... ways and what they're doing, and being mm-hmm. shady and and sneaky. I don't know. I feel like you would catch them because I mean, think about it. Technology hasn't always been a major thing, like in our grandparents right. and even our. But I feel like it's easier to catch them now because social media trips people up. That's what catches people because it's. I think if my last like relationship. I I don't think I really would have been able to catch him if it wasn't to it wasn't for social media. Like we didn't have anything. Say we was back in our days of writing letters, or we just mm-hmm. had the you know the little <laughs> the little telephones with the cups with the string. Like if we had all that, I would know. I would have to physically catch him, and and that and you know I would really have to be on it on an inspector gadget to know that he's doing some dirt. 
But mm-hmm. now it's so easier. Well, it's easier for people. You know what? I digress. But I will say that it's easier for people to do the wrong thing because of social media as far as like when it in relationships, as far as like cheating and this and that, because there's so much temptation in social media and people pretending to be who they are not. And um, it just makes it hard for people like me. But I say all that to say. <laughs> I digress, as Ms. Proper would say. I say all, I say all that to say that it's just in today's society, it's just very consumed by social media and it's very and, and it affects us in various ways it's a, a lot of positive ways a lot of negative ways and like you said in the beginning it's just all about finding a, a healthy balance and, and and knowing what works for you and what's the best for these interpersonal uh, relationships that you have with people and that's just that's just that I'm not gonna go much further. yeah okay got it now I was going to say, when you were uh, comparing it to, I mean, when you were saying, I always keep saying comparing it, but when you were saying how people, it gives you an opportunity to really understand how people are. I think think of it in a different way. I think of it like you haven't met a person before, but you have a mutual friend and your mutual Mm -hmm. friend is over here telling you all these different things about that person. So now you're going into it with these preconceived notions of who you think they are without actually knowing mm-hmm. and I think that's what social that's what social media does because like you said you can look at their profile and see that they like this 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 and this or they may seem like this outgoing person or this introvert person but when you meet them they're not they're not like that you know because they're they're hidden behind their bitmoji their social media avatar whatever the case is and that's like that goes back to the whole catfishing thing we were talking about earlier people are not how they appear to be when they're on social media versus when they're in real life. So yes, I think it, it like you said, it helps because it, it helps you see people, but at the same time, it can, it, it hinders you in some way because you already go in thinking, you know, something about a person. It's kind of like when you're asking somebody, what's your Zodiac sign? And you think, you know, everything there is to know about that person based on the qualities or traits you've experienced with uh, someone else who may be of the same sign. So with that, being said I'm trying to like bring it home somehow (laughs) but I think I think that's cool that you can get a better insight but we have to remember that technology hasn't it's been around but it's been around in different forms so if somebody is doing you wrong there is the saying what's done in the dark will always find a way to the light so you may not Mm -hmm. find out as quickly as you would find out but I mean there is there is a thing called intuition and you as a human being we all have it and you knew, you felt in your spirit that something was wrong before you even saw anything on social media. You just felt it. But you had things on social media to confirm it for you. Mm-hmm. you know? And it As just, a social media baby, I stand by what I said. I got my information much quicker. I, intuition is cool. That's great. I feel it. But I, social media revealed it faster than I ever could. <laughs> so oh I'm always going to go with what's quicker. We always go to McDonald's. When we want to, you know, like McDonald's fast food restaurant. We don't feel like cooking. That's my analogy for that. I love social media in that aspect because it will reveal who they are. But I'm not in that place anymore as far as mm-hmm. doing all that. It, it's it's mm-hmm. been gone past. I, don't, I, I really don't care. Like you said, I'm on that. But before I was in the stage, I am now as far as the way you are thinking and the way I, that's how I feel now. But in the right. past, it wasn't. Social media was it. That was my lie detector test 
oh, I know exactly what you're doing. I know exactly what time you was online. You said you were asleep. Facebook said you was online two minutes ago. So which one is it? You know, so those are things that you wouldn't know. So it kind of, like I said, it hinders you and it works for you in, in a certain way. It hinders you because now it's causing all types of problems because now, now it's really deeming that person as that a liar or whoever, they, whatever they are. And then two, it's helping you further push them, people, that person out of your life or reveal who they really are so that you can move on and find the person you're supposed to be with for real. So I get it. It's just, you know, social media really be causing trouble. Like, I don't know. Just don't <laughs> let it be your... I just think don't let it be your only form, your only weapon. Right. Like, I mean, if you just... Conf- if we weren't so afraid of human interaction mm-hmm. because so many people... If, I, if, I, if you're texting me, I get really uh, annoyed or anxious with texting so i just stop texting and i'll call and i know yeah. some people if i call them they don't pick up and they're like oh well why are you calling but they'll continue texting pick up the phone and have a conversation with me because i can't get my point across through these little words on the screen so right. i just think that we need to not really we need to but just don't be afraid of human interaction and afraid mm-hmm. of people's reactions if you have something to talk to about a person just pick up the phone because I, I miss those organic conversations like yeah. I hate I just like, I, I hate and love the direction that social media and technology is taken because I don't like for those of you who are my friends and my family I do not like receiving like happy birthday texts or anything like I appreciate calls and hearing your voice because one that took that took so much time out of your day and so much courage in your mind to pick up the phone and call you know I don't like the text because mm-hmm. I just feel like it's almost like getting um getting those store-bought cards and not writing a special message on the inside even though they they Hallmark did a good job mm-hmm. at writing their little paragraph it wasn't mine so I know right. with every card I get I usually write a, a nice little passage on the side and they probably forget that other one was already there right that's just, that's just me so I just I like I just like talking to people and I and I don't want social media or technology to take that away to where mm-hmm. people feel so uncomfortable they can't even talk to you or they can't even ma- maintain eye contact with you I don't want that to be our only thing that we go off of is what I was getting at yeah I, feel I, like, that the head- completely. I like the headspace that you're in like I like the headspace that you're in now because mm-hmm. I mean like you when you would like talk about things I'd be like oh man like don't don't worry about it like go off what they're like showing you and then of course social media too but if those things are bothering you like if you're in a situation where you're either friends with somebody you're dating somebody you're talking to somebody and their social media doesn't reflect what they're showing you talk mm-hmm. to them about it because I mean not saying that everybody hasn't already talked to them but if they're doing something on their social media page that you're like not comfortable with either don't take it seriously or bring it to their attention and say look why are you why are you doing this you know it makes me uncomfortable I'm not in a headspace to deal with you doing that? Is there any way that you could not do that? Whatever the case is, like have those difficult conversations with people. And then if they're still doing anything you already expressed to them you don't want them to do, move on. Because You're clearly right. they don't mm-hmm. clearly they don't they don't care enough. They don't care about your feelings, even though um to me social media is something so so light, but it's it's the world that we live in and it's what we base everything off of. Yes, it is. I couldn't have said it better myself. You said that. Yes, ma'am. You know what? That's so funny. I surround myself with people that aren't really on social media like that. Like, you're not on social media like that. My cousin uh, Reagan is not on social media. Yvonne is not on social media at all. I think she has a Snapchat. 
But mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I need to start getting more like them because I'm like, child, that's my whole entire existence. As far, well, I mean, not really, but like, it's just how I get myself out there, how I brand myself. So I think that yeah. is like a crutch in a way. It's just like a guilty yeah. pleasure. But um, yeah. Social media is fine. It's just how you deal with it, how you use it, how you handle mm-hmm. it. I mean, right. like every everything else in our lives, social media has to come with a warning label. And just exactly. so people... So people know how to use it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just as dangerous as anything else. I mean, someone's character to go from can go from 10 to negative 10 in an instant just from social media mm. and technology. So people just need to learn how to be responsible with it. And don't forget the world around you because when the apocalypse comes, when it does happen, guess what? You won't have service. okay (laughs) you ain't gonna be able to google how to make a bunker or google how to skin a fish or whatever the case may be how to stock up on stuff you're not gonna be able to google it you're just gonna have to rely on old intuition exactly so exactly yes god you did that miss proper yes (laughs) but you know what time it is the quote the quote we got a quote we got a quote. What is the quote? What is the quote? Sorry, I'm trying to get our song together. Okay, can somebody sponsor us so we can have a jingle? Because we need an intro <laughs> jingle and we need a quote jingle. Because we tired we ain't of, you you know, today. Right. <laughs> so today's quote slash question to pose to you odd ones. Um, it's really concerning what we all we will both unpack today as far as social media and technology and the effect that it has in our lives and our uh, in, in our ability to communicate with others and etc. Um, how different would people act if they couldn't show off on social media and would they still do it? Mm, mm, mm. So that's a question to take with you and share with your friends and your friends' friends, and ask yourselves and tell them to ask themselves, how different would people act if they couldn't show off on social media and would they still do it? I feel like there'd be more people driving through the street loudly with their music. <laughs> you know how you see that? If you're in the mall and somebody just super extra and they just strolling because they want you to see them and they right. blast their music. I feel like it'll be more of that, but Y'all answer the question, you know, let us know. Let us know, you know, because I, re- I really want to hear it. I really want to know because I agree. I'm not even going to answer it. I'm going to wait and see what y'all say. And then maybe next episode, I, I, we, have a, we have a little time to say how we, what we feel about that. But um, thank you all for listening and being so <laughs> a part of the team in supporting Forever. us. Exactly. Enjoy your coffee, your day at work today, or if you off, enjoy your binge watching of Netflix. Okay, because we know that's what y'all doing. Oh, Hulu. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right, because is going to be going to Atlanta very soon. Atlanta. With y'all yes. I'll be at Club Envy. <laughs> you know how they be on the radio. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought of when you did that. I was like, stop. Stop the drama, please. <laughs> That's how they be. I'll be at Club Envy hosting. Come, come show out. Bottles popping. You know, <laughs> one, day, one day we'll be. One day we will be hosting the club. I don't, I don't want one of them little ratch clubs though. But you know what? We'll be there one day. They'd be like the all one podcast host are here. You know what I'm saying? You know, speaking into existence because God will make it happen. I keep praying for Thanks. it. You ask okay. and you will receive. Hello. We asking, so I hope you hear us. 
Pasha. All right. Well, and this is the what? Odd, Odd one. one.